Gentlemen, thank you very much for returning to the podcast. I always enjoy talking to you. Always looking forward to tap into your sales wisdom and insight and tips you can bring to our audience. Well, Mike, I'm always glad to be invited back. I tell people all the time, uh, when you're invited back, that means you did something right. So uh, <laughs> I guess I did something right the last time because now I'm back. So thank you. <laughs> Well, you know what? I wanted to touch base with you today uh, about the fact that we are near the um, what most of us consider the end of the snow season. It's a very busy time for a lot of the, uh, our audience because they're closing out one season. They're looking to you know start up and kickstart their warm weather work. And what I wanted to address with you today is the sales size of this kind of transitional period and the issues that should not be overlooked or forgotten when it comes to closing out the year the winter uh with with your sales and i kind of wanted to get you know what should con snow contractors as they close out the winter 2020 21 be doing right now with regard to addressing uh their existing clients and perhaps even potential clients well i i think there's a, a couple things because that's a great uh, topic that you have here today one uh, they should be scheduling, uh, hopefully, and don't let this pandemic scare you. Uh, there are people that still have no problem with you coming in and meeting. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, schedule hopefully a face-to-face -face meeting. If not a face-to-face -face meeting, a virtual meeting. If not a virtual meeting, then at least a phone call. Uh, I call that reaffirming the customer relationship. They should be reaffirming the customer relationship. And the call uh, should have a couple of different ingredients and components. First and foremost, I'm calling to, to thank you uh, for the opportunity uh, to service you over another year. That's first. Second, I wanna make sure that the service level that was provided, uh, not just met your expectations, but exceeded all of your expectations. And then I'm gonna pause, because I want you to talk to me. I want you to share with me maybe what didn't go well, uh, but I also want you to share with me what did go well. And there's a lot of good feedback that you could use uh, in your marketing materials uh, as well as making sure you're not doing something that didn't go well with them. The third thing I want to do is let ask them is, is there anything that we missed that you'd like to see us uh, do for next year? Uh, or is there anything that you would like us to stop doing? So that should be part of that whole overall assessment and evaluation. Okay, so I guess the first step is let them know how much you appreciate your business, their business, and two, uh, uh, make sure that all their expectations have been uh, exceeded uh, and then three, uh, uh, you, I want to see if, uh, based on uh, the, the excellent service you said we did give you, uh, are you aware of anybody else in your connections that we should be uh, 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 looking to, to make contact with uh, before this next season starts? Uh, because there's always an opportunity to, to ask for that referral. I can't think of a better time to ask for a referral, especially if they're telling you that they're happy. And then the last thing is, I think we should be letting them know if we saw some additional areas of opportunity, because maybe we're only doing one section or, or maybe they're not getting uh, any type of ice meltdown. Uh, so what kind of suggestions or recommendations do we have for them uh, that would help uh, their ice and management, uh, 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 ice and management uh, 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 season uh, that we took, took care of for them? So, you know, what could, what, what, what suggested recommendations do I have for them? So that, that's where I'd start first. I'd start with my existing client relationships and uh, make it a goal to touch base with them in a couple of those areas uh, that I just mentioned to you, Michael. I mean, what a, what a prime way to end, but also to begin uh, the next season. And then one last thing, 
they should be ready to sign them up again. You know, if, if they're if they were only signed up for one year or two years and it's coming up, why wait till next year or whatever to sign them up? Uh, look, if you're happy and you know it, let's get you uh, 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 signed up uh, for uh, the next two or three or four seasons. So uh, I close out by getting them signed up. That's Especially if you're right there, I'd have the agreement right there with me. Okay, it sounds like you're everything's going good. Well, let's go ahead and get you uh, registered for two more years or three more years or whatever it may be. Are you a proponent of the end of season survey, uh, where you um, you know you, maybe you send a, an e survey to the client to to let them kind of fill it out on their own, or do you think that um, that's a little too impersonal? Look. We get surveys all the time. I just got one yesterday and uh, I went, ah, I don't have time to do it now. And then what happens is you put that in a folder somewhere and you never get back to it. My goal is to get back in front of that customer relationship. Because remember, I said, this is a customer relationship. Relationship, I'm going to sit down with you. Okay. And, and again, if I can't sit down with you face to face uh, and ask you these questions uh, on, on that little survey I have, because you maybe, and maybe that's part of that meeting too. If you've got a survey, of seven, eight, nine, ten questions. I want to do those face to face. I don't. I don't want to hope you get it, or hope you respond to it. Uh, uh, use that sit down, uh, or 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 uh, virtual call or phone call to do that. I, I just think we've gotten too much into uh, this whole. I sent an email and they didn't call me back. Uh, Michael, you and I talked the last time we talked about uh, sending off these ice and snow and ice management, not proposals, but snow and ice management solutions. Mm -hmm. This is the solution. I don't want to email it out to you. I want to bring it back to you, review the solution with you, and close for commitment while I'm there. You know, the last year has been tough um, with COVID and the impact that it's had on our economy. And uh, I definitely know clients and customers that our industry addresses has been on the, the retail and the um, consumer side. And our um, readers may be facing issues pertaining to collections or delays of payments on accounts. Can you offer any suggestion on the best way, you know, from a sales standpoint to handle this um, Without being, you know, you, you want to be nice, you want to be, you know, sympathetic to their plight, but at the same time, it's a business you still need to get paid. And uh, how do you work through that? Well, that's another reason for reaffirming that relationship, because uh, if, if if I've got something that I'm still unhappy about, when you have that meeting uh, with them, you can clarify uh, anything that could be outstanding. And once I get that resolved, because it, it's tough to ask for money. That's maybe unpaid. If I'm, if I still have some issues that have not been resolved yet, so that's another reason, Michael, that I should be using that meeting to make sure that your expectations have been met. And by the way, if they have, uh, uh, I, I, I have a, a outstanding uh, invoice of uh, of uh, four thousand or ten thousand or eight thousand, whatever it is. Uh, when can I expect payment? Mm -hmm. uh, as a matter of fact, I can take it from you today if you have it. Mm -hmm. So uh, we we can't be afraid to ask for what's due. You don't want to ask for what's due uh, if they have some things that they feel weren't done properly. So I think you've got to clarify that, address that at that meeting. Uh, and then uh, uh, if there's any outstanding debt there, you can't be afraid to, to have that invoice there uh, to hand it to them and, 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 and wait for the payment uh, uh, if you want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we got to take care of that. I, I work, and you know, Mike, I work for some of the largest uh, uh, snow and ice management com companies in the country. 
and I work for some of the small mom and pops too. And uh, we've talked about that. But mm -hmm. you can't ask for money from someone that they're unhappy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, and, and here's the other thing. You can't ask for money for somebody that you haven't talked to them since you wrote the contract. Absolutely. Uh, are you staying in touch with them all year long? Uh, because then you become like the cousin or the relative that the only time you they call you is when they want something. You should be meeting with me, not just, and I'm just giving you one time. Uh, that's how you do the, That's how you close the loop at the end of the year. But you should be meeting with me a minimum. What's the minimum? Everybody that's going to listen to this podcast, I want you to think right now. What's the minimum that you meet with your A, Bs, and Cs? Minimum is it four times a year? Bs is it three times? Or what's the standard? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and you make that a part of uh, when you're put, putting that snow and ice management solution together and you sit down with me and say, hey, by the way, Jim, I'll be touching base with you a minimum of four times a year during the season, mm -hmm. three times a year during the season. Actually, I'll be since you're a new customer coming on board, I'll be out there at the first event, the beginning, during and after to make sure all the expectations that we're talking about here today are delivered to you. Yeah, because you, you just can't come to me when it's time for money. I mean, if I haven't talked to you all year long, now you yeah. want to call me and say, hey, we got this outstanding invoice. Yeah, I, I, that's so impersonal that you have no relationship there. Absolutely. The relationships are going to start way before then, Michael. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, as an owner or a top manager, you may not be directly involved in a one-to-one -one basis with sales, but you might be managing, you know, a sales manager or sales right. staff. How do you suggest right now um, some tips or some direction on how to best review and take accounting of my sales team and best assess their abilities and their, their performance? Good question. I think it starts with, do your salespeople know what's expected of them? Mm. So once you have those expectations in, in place, then it's a lot easier to inspect what you expect uh, because that's a sales manager's job, to inspect what you expect. If you expect me as one of your salespeople or one of your account managers to make sure four times a year that um, uh, that I meet with my A client, well, how do I know that that's being done? Well, that should already be in place somewhere where uh, 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 you have it and I have it. And uh, are those things become are those areas being covered in my weekly or biweekly meetings? You know, uh, so cause if you say, hey. Uh, 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 when the season starts, I want to make sure everybody goes out. And, so now I got to report on all my clients, either uh, electronically or, or verbally. Uh, so they have to have some uh, checks and balances in place to inspect what they expect. Mm -hmm. Once they have those expe expectations in place, you got to make sure that you inspect. And there's different ways to inspect. Sometimes you inspect by writing with me on some of my accounts. Sometimes you inspect by reports that I'm supposed to fill out and, and send back in. Sometimes you inspect by actually taking me through a, a role play or a practice scenario to make sure I'm saying what I'm supposed to be saying when I'm out in front of my customer relationship. So there's so many different ways that a sales manager should be able to inspect uh, the expectations that he or she has uh, of, of their sales team. Hey, uh, also, this is now a really important time uh, for an owner or manager to consider things like expanding their footprint and, and, and doing that, expanding perhaps their, their the number of people who are um, uh, handling sales. 
And a lot of owners and managers often wrestle with the question of, do I build the existing team or do I maybe go to somebody who's going to handle outside sales? You know, kind of a freelancer who, you know, um, is selling for me, but they're also selling a lot of other things too. Um, are there any advantage to that of using uh, an outside salesperson? Yeah, there is. But then what happens is if, if, if you've kind of hired me on because you're going to develop uh, a territory in Indiana because that's the next state that butts up against you. Mm -hmm. uh, so you hired me in Indiana to sell your services. Uh, I've seen that it can work, but I can tell you right now, it's not going to work as completely uh, as it would if you had someone there that was actually working full time. Because one of the things I'm working with a, a com company right now, one of the things that they boast uh, to, to new uh, opportunities is we don't use subcontractors. Everybody that works for us works for us. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's almost like you're using a subcontractor to go out there and hopefully do what you would like them to do for the benefit of your company. And some will, but some won't. Because you got to remember, I'm probably repping a couple other companies too, which means I'm probably not doing yours full time. Yeah, right. Uh, opposed to getting someone that you have full time, you know, going into that new marketplace, setting up those territories to the point where you can at least get a satellite office in there. So the way it really should work is, you know, number one, looking at, at that area and uh, identifying the, the target uh, list that you want to go after first. And then uh, uh, call in there to these companies, uh, uh, set up those, I call them exploration meetings, because I'm going to be there for a whole week, set these meetings up or you can go in and talk to them and let them know I may be new to the area, but I'm not new to this industry. Uh, and I'd love to see if there's a need for you to make a change from your current provider uh, and, and let you get the same excellent service that we've been doing over here in, I don't know, uh, Chicago. Do you think by next fall, we're going to start to see a return of the handshake? Because while we were in the pandemic, there was all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, the elbow bump, the fist bump, the toe bump. Uh, it, it seems like just the handshake is so symbolic of business and that kind of the intimacy of that uh i wonder if you expect that you know the pandemic they say it's changing a lot of things of how we do business but are we going to see a return of the handshake i really believe that once the biggest population uh gets uh other vaccines i really see people they're, they're just biting at the bit michael to, to give that handshake Mm -hmm. uh, and I see that being one of the first things that comes back uh, once we get the biggest part of the, the population uh, uh, with their vaccines. And I'll, I'll guarantee you, I'll be leading the charge. <laughs> because uh, anybody who knows me, man, I'm, I'm sticking my hand out there. Uh, you may even get a hug from me, get a man mm -hmm. hug. You know, yeah. uh, uh, but, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that time uh, to come back. I, I think that uh, a, a, a lot of it is going to be that we have to change our outlook. It'll come back quicker uh, if we change our outlook. And it, it, one of my favorite sayings is your outlook impacts your outcome. Mm -hmm. If everyone begins uh, to have a positive outlook about what's moving forward with that handshake, that will help with those in-person meetings. Uh, that will help overall with people's attitudes because people are, are, they want this. They want to come back. I'm looking forward to it. You, you'll be the first one, Michael. I'll reach my hand out <laughs> to you and stick your hand, buddy. I'm looking forward to that, Marvin. Absolutely.